precious Heavenly Father, we thank you very much this morning for the wonderful gift of a new day, the gift of a new week, and the gift of our own lives. We will never take it for granted that we could sleep and we could get up. It isn't because we know how to sleep and how to wake. It is by your mercy that we were not consumed. Many like us slept, but today they belong to the ages. But we believe you still have a purpose to our lives. And that is why you have kept us. We bring thanksgiving, we bring appreciation. May you accept it in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we pray that you will search us this morning. If there be anything between our soul and the Savior, we bring them under the blood. That there will be nothing that will stand between our soul and thee. We want an access into the heavenlies. We want you to come by, Lord. Consume our morning oblation. The sacrifices of our leaves, of our purses, all the offerings we have brought, let them be acceptable in your sight. Oh God, in may you come in turn to reach out to each soul. Speak things that will heal our soul, heal our bodies, heal our spirits, that will take us deeper in your love, take us higher in your joy, Create a surround of your atmosphere that we do wonderful things. We thank you for your blessings thus far, the testimonies of your goodness and of your saving grace. Oh Lord, we want to live in the abundance of the same. Do more for us again this morning. If there be souls that are coming on their way, may you guide their path here safely. Grant to them a quickening. Dear Jesus, if there be those still in their houses, may you give them a quickening. Prepare our heart for your visitation. We that are here, O oh God. It's been your grace this far. With thousands falling on the left and on the right. Lord, you have only made us to see them by the building of the heart. You have kept us in our dwelling place from evil. Your angel has stood between us and every death and every evil. In every sickness and every unrighteousness, you've been our go-between. You've been our protection. We bring thanksgiving for this. We are not deriding your people, but we are just appreciating you. We pray for more grace. We pray for more protection. Because you are our refuge. You are our fortress. You are our habitation. Do even more for us. Bless this audience this morning. Move through their midst. May you discern their needs and the substance of their requests and desire. May you release unto each and every one. Settle them, Almighty God. Establish them. Make them happy. Take them deeper in your love. Higher in your joy. Establish them. Let them flourish like a tree that is planted by the sides of the river. Let them bring forth in due season. Everything they do, let it prosper. Take glory in their lives. From the pulpit to the pew. Oh God, let there be your visitation. In the name of Jesus Christ. May you heal the sick. 
may you raise the dead. May you meet every need. May you fight every battle. Oh, I say it to your people, be of good cheer. Because Jesus had overcome for you and had given you the trophies. May they receive the trophies of the overcomer. Witness it to them that they are victors, that they are overcomers. They are the seeds of Abraham. This morning again, this week again, may they possess the gates of the enemies. May the line fall upon them in goodly places. May they enjoy the riches of your heritage. Do it, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your word that we share. It's already anointed. May you inspire it upon every heart. Glory to your name. In Jesus Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? I was glad when they say unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. If you are sad, this is the place to come. If you are happy also, this is the place to come. He said, is any merry? Let them sing psalms. So praise him, worship him in this place. Amen. Then if you are sad, come to the house of the Lord. You will find real refreshment. If you are feeling insecure, this is the place to come. God gives security. He said it satisfies and every need supplies. God bless you. We welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Oh, the sage. A wretch like me, like me, I was, was lost. Yes, we are. 
wave our hands to him. You can wave your handkerchiefs, whatever you have. Let's praise God this morning. Old fashioned worship. Thankful. Gratefulness. Appreciation. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. We praise God. Asaba Church. He called. We've spoken twice. Amen. Amen. One other sister from there. Praise God. Also, Sister Omolade Itodo, that's Brian's wife, is uh, presently in Ejebode on account of medical ground and care. But all is well so far. Let's hold her in prayers. As she needs, she's nearing her time too. Let's be praying for her. The Lord who has helped others will take care of her also. Amen. And uh, we have uh, a bridegroom in waiting this morning. A new bridegroom in waiting. He came all the way from Abuja yesterday. He arrived last night. He's with us here this morning. Uh, where's Brahim Ozoyetoro? We're all standing now. So, okay, he's waving his hands. Everybody look at the new groom coming up. <laughs> Amen. We are welcome in the name of Jesus Christ. 7th of November. By the grace of God, we shall be in Moe for the wedding between Bro Amos Oyetoro and uh, and our Pepe. Our, I was looking at her the other day. I said, "Ah, uh-uh, Pepe." 
Yeah, they are coming of age. Uh, the daughter of uh, their pastor, Lekon Ulufarachi. Uh, that's pa Patience Ulufarachi. They'll be getting married 7th November. Uh, so they haven't told us. They told me they are expecting up to two, three hundred people in their own. Is that what you told me? Or is it 150? I don't know. Yeah. So uh, that, may, that may give room to all of us now. So. Uh, but we trust the Lord. The, the attendance will be clear by then. So let's hold them in prayers and the Lord will take care. God bless you, my brother. You are welcome. Uh, some brethren have appointments to see me today. So uh, I will stay a little while after service. We can see. Brother bro Joe. Brother Luke uh, will see today. And uh, I don't know. Whoever can wait behind them if necessary. God bless you. So. Uh, we want to the men of God will be here with me amen I'll be on floor for some time they will be on floor in the week this midweeks I'll be on floor for a while amen because we're trying to study the scriptures from Genesis and uh, we trust that the Lord will bless us amen. amen So, but I want to background it in a way something was ministering to my heart this morning so we turn to the book of Judges first and uh, if we're able to quickly run that while you remain seated thereafter, we'll start the book of Genesis chapter 1. Brother Amara is, uh, and Brother Joe Babalola, they are in Benin this morning. They traveled yesterday. Let's hold them in our prayers. Amen. Uh, their time of arrival to come back is not so certain, but they said hopefully before the week, uh, this new week runs out, they hope to be back. So let's keep them in our prayers. Brother Samson Nwanje with the family has gone to Ilaro this morning. He had an appointment to see some fellow and they will take time to worship with the believers there. So let's hold them also in our prayers. The Lord bless you. Amen. So Judges chapter 2. <clears throat> For a background. Judges chapter 2. If you are there, say amen. amen. And an angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochim and said, I made you to go up out of Egypt and have brought you unto the land which I swear unto your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you and ye shall make no league with the inhabitants of this land. Ye shall throw down their altars but ye have not obeyed my voice. Why have ye done this? Wherefore, I also said, I will not drive them out from before you, but they shall be as thorns in your sides, and their gods shall be a snare unto you. And it came to pass, when the angel of the Lord spake these words unto all the children of Israel, that the people lifted up their voice and wept. And they called the name of that place Bochim, and the sacrifice there unto the Lord. And when Joshua had let the people go, the children of Israel went every man unto his inheritance to possess the land. And the people served the Lord. I want you to watch this. All the days of Joshua, and all the days of the elders that outlived Joshua, 
who had seen all the great works of the Lord that he did for Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being an hundred and ten years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnath-Hiris, in the Mount of Ephraim, on the north side of the hill Gash, and also all the generation, and also all that generation were gathered unto their fathers. And there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. Isn't that strange? All right. We will see why it happened. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, uh, and served Balim, and they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods of the gods of the people that were around about them, and bowed themselves unto them, and provoked the Lord to anger. And they forsook the Lord, and served Baal, and Ashtaroth. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he delivered them into the hands of spoilers that spoiled them. And he sold them into the hands of their enemies round about, so that they could not any longer stand before their enemies. Whithersoever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn unto them, and they were greatly distressed. Nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges, which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. And yet they would not hearken unto their judges. But they went a-warring after other gods, and bowed themselves unto them. They turned quickly out of the way which their fathers walked in, obeying the commandments of the Lord, but they did, but they did not so. And when the Lord raised them up judges, then the Lord was with the judge, and delivered them out of the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For it repented the Lord because of their groanings by reason of them that oppressed them and vexed them. And it came to pass, when the judge was dead, that they returned and corrupted themselves more than their fathers, in following other gods to serve them, and to bow down unto them, they cease not from their own doings, nor from their stubborn way. And the hunger of the Lord was hot against Israel. And he said, Because that these people had transgressed my covenant, which I commanded their fathers, and have not hearkened unto my voice, I also will not henceforth drive out any from before them out of the, na of the nations which Joshua left when he died, that through them I may prove Israel, whether they will keep the way of the Lord to walk therein, as their fathers did keep it or not. Therefore, the Lord left those nations without driving them out hastily, neither delivered he them into the hand of Joshua. May the Lord add his blessings to the reading of his holy word. God bless you. You may be seated. As we've announced, some people were asking me again the other time if we're going to have evening services. 
people were preparing for that as we have announced throughout this month august uh, we are breaking in gently we will have only sunday morning services amen and then the midweek service but by the grace of god from september as we progress we'll start our sunday morning sunday evening amen and uh, then you are having enough notice so that you can be making arrangements for how you spent your break period as they may not allow us a convergence around uh, they want us to space out and uh, because we are very conspicuous if we start doing anything here their eyes catch it very fast for the steel structure we've done they've come to pay us visit twice you know, the government and have invited us. We haven't gone to honor the invitation yet. So we are very conspicuous. So we try and keep things moderate. And uh, when, we, uh, when we come to September, God willing, we'll be able to resume our regular services. Uh, how do you call it? Sunday school, morning, evening. Amen. And uh, we'll keep our Wednesday still. So, but for now, let's be enjoying the Lord this way. And uh, the Lord will bless you. Amen. Amen. So, uh, my <clears throat> title this morning is the book of Genesis. And that is going to be my title for a long while. Until we finish Genesis, then we pick the book of Exodus. We pick, you know, as God will keep helping us. And uh, I want to trust God to bring it in such simple way so that everybody can pick something because the bible is not a storybook neither is it a book of history it's a book of life amen the revelation of the mind of christ so the characters you see in the bible they are either showing you how to do things or how not to do things are you catching it because every character is in the bible Every spirit is in the Bible. And we are taught that this Genesis is called Genesis because it is the book of the beginning and it is the seed chapter, not just of the Bible, of the entire earth. Are you following? It is where everything was planted. The good was planted there, evil was the bad was planted. God was planted there. Satan was planted there. Everything that you could think about, amen, began in Genesis. So when King Solomon said, there is nothing new under the sun, he meant every word of it. You are going to realize that there is nothing actually new under the sun. Whatever people are doing today has been done before. Amen. And if there is a tomorrow, it will be redone. So nobody is actually a, a trailblazer. What you are calling trailblazing, if you look at the scripture before, it has already been blazed. Whether good or bad. So it is my responsibility for a while to bring your attention to certain things in the scriptures. In order to help our current journey and our preparation to meet our maker. And I was meditating on this And the Lord gave me this aspect 
to start with. So that you can appreciate why we have to go through it. It's like running through the scripture chapter by chapter or cluster by cluster. As much as the Lord will continue to help us and as much as far as he will help us to go. You'll be hearing other sermons, you know, after sometimes we just want to do something intensive and we'll be taking it, you know, gradually so that we can enjoy the benefit of other gifts and blessings as we go along. Amen. Now, the reason I read the scripture I read this morning was because I find some things in here that does not look like God's original plan for his Christian family. When you look at Abraham, one of the things that stood Abraham out to God, not to man, and I'm sure I've said it several times here before, one reason why God was always willing to teach Abraham revelation was because of a great parental attitude Abraham had. Some of you can remember that. God said, will I hide anything from Abraham? Seeing that, two things. He will be a possessor. Amen. So if I, have, if I will be a possessor, God will not hide things from me. Because all the things that I needed to come into my possession, He will release. It's not, it's not a big deal to God. He has done it before. He can do it again. I'm a seed of Abraham. And I have a witness of that in my heart. So Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings are yours. And there is nothing the devil can do about that. It was Abraham's blessings that Jacob lived on. And that was why when they even brought Balaam, a man whose words does not fail to curse him, the curse couldn't come. He said, the cause that has no cause cannot stand. He said, there is nothing you can do against Israel. Because he is already blessed. He said in his life, every enchantment, every divination, every cause must fail. And Israel does not have to struggle to ward off curses. He is already blessed beyond curses. Don't waste your time cursing me. It will never work. Because I'm a seed of Abraham. I love that. I love that. Amen. Now, the second reason why God said he will never hide anything from Abraham is because God said, I know. Can God be your witness? Because it was the witness to Abraham here. He said, God said, I know that whatever I teach him, he will teach his children. Fathers, are you here? Fathers, are you here? The good thing about the book of... God bless you, my brother. The good thing about the book of Genesis is that it addresses everything. We are coming into families very soon. Because everything you've seen in here, that is the working of God, shows his mind. The meaning of us being Christian is to be his reflection. Is to be his expression. Is to manifest him in every situation we find ourselves. God said, I know that whatever I teach him, he will do what? 
he will teach his children. Hey, I want God to witness about that in my life. You see, this is why I will not close my mouth. Amen. Regardless of what the child does, I won't close my mouth. I tell them, I said, I must fulfill my responsibility. It's not a matter of if you like it or not. Amen. It's a commission. I'm under obligation to do it. And you are under obligation to do it. No righteous effort will waste. Oh. The prophet, when he was teaching the talking, the message, the talking, he said, you as a parent, we started our study. You as a parent, you've got three to four responsibilities. He said, when you've done all that, he said, leave the rest to God. He said, one, you've got to teach those children the way of God. It said, number two, you've got to live a life worthy before them. You must be a righteous parent enough to say, this thing you are doing, did you get it from me? If you can say that, check your Christianity. Number three, you must pray for them. Parents, pray for your children. Number four, you must create the right atmosphere. The right environment for your children. And the prophet said, one of the right environments is to clear out things that are not proper. He called them trash. Until today, they remain a trash. No matter how civil or civilized we get, they remain a trash. Those dirty magazines remain a trash. Televisions remain a trash. He mentioned so many things. Go read them yourself. This is beyond offense. He said, because you must keep the right atmosphere. What do they offer you on televisions? BB Nigeria and all those things. Those are the things you want to feed the souls of your children upon. You will give account. Amen. They will give account on the ones on their phones, but you will give account. Somebody said, but they have it on their phones. They said, yes, they will be responsible for what they do with that. After they have had the truth. But I'll be responsible for what I keep, the environment I keep. I will keep the right environment. Amen. Then I will be able to ask them, these things you are doing, did you find it from me? If you can't say that, you have failed as a parent. Swallow it. Digest it. Hallelujah. You love him this morning. Now, this was the nature of Father Abraham. It so much was religious or was serious about this nature to such an extent that Abraham doesn't waste time when the Lord teaches him anything. The day he received the revelation of circumcision, Abraham did not get home. Read your Bible. Right on the mountain where the Lord preached circumcision to him, he circumcised himself and all those that were with him. When they got home, they rest one by one. Glory to God. That's the kind of parentage that God likes. Am I preaching the scripture? If I'm not preaching the scripture, write me a note. Or call, yeah, call my attention. 
Because happy is the man who does not shun to declare the whole counsel of God. I don't run from the scripture. I don't run from the message. I'm responsible to it. Amen. It's my life, sir. So these were the things Abraham was teaching. And God was so excited because of this quality parenting, I will reveal more. The reason some of us lack revelation is because we are reservoirs. God is not interested in reservoirs. A lot of you have not brought your family right. You want to be the preacher on the Facebook. Because everybody feels a sense of preaching. You have more preachers who are non-commissioned ministers. Church members who teaches and preaches more on Facebook than they even show responsibility to their families. Some of you, your families are falling like a pack of cards. That time you are wasting to teach others on Facebook. Go and use it for intercession in your family. Your children are already wayward, living all, living all kind of dirty lives. I don't talk carelessly. I know what I'm talking. Your wife is somewhere else running after another man. Those things don't bother you. Because you feel you want to preach, that's your concern. Look, let me tell you, God is too simple beyond where you are taking him. He's not going to judge you by all those efforts you are making. He's going to judge you by your immediate constituency. If you live a life where the things will straighten out from your family. You've not been able to order a family. You want to order the entire body of Christ. It's against the pattern of God. If you have so much anointing, so much knowledge, start with your family. Amen. Your gospel will be more effective when they begin to see it in your wife, in yourself, in your children. I'm not saying when they are adults, they will not choose their way. But let us see your effort. Because this is the background to where we are coming in here. And that is why I'm taking time to start all over. I told you the other time, I said it's like church will start again. And have a fresh beginning. We've had a long time break. Amen. Let us come back to God and restart. I know His grace has kept us. Amen. And it will continue to keep us. Amen. I don't have a regret that we were not in service for four months. It's part of God's program. If I have a regret for it, I'm regretting the program of God. If nothing else, it has shown to me, it has given me an idea of how squeeze period will look like. If nothing else, I see positive things in every situation. Because to the pure, all things are pure. If you are real spiritual, you have been more prepared, even during those times, for eventualities that lay ahead. Are you catching what I'm saying? Than you've ever prepared in your life. How many of us are listening to the, find it easy to listen to the voice of the prophet? Do you know how many tapes you listen during this season? Two. Do you know how many you listen to? Some of you use it for as a sleeping tablet. Amen? If some of you can't sleep, you say, let me put on the tape. Before I hear that, I will sleep up. 
Am I catching it? Am I? Oh, sure. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because the tape will kind of give you some attention, consecration. That little span is what you need to sleep. Because your mind is running up and down. Amen. It's up that sometimes we reduce the tape to sleeping tabs. But God gave us a wonderful privilege. Shame to the devil. He lost out again. I liked it when somebody said, you know, they were showing a cartoon of God and Satan. Say, I have succeeded in closing down your churches. And God told him, you, can't, you are too blind. What you have only given me opportunity to do is to open church in every home. Hallelujah! And you see, there is nothing unscriptural about it. Do you realize that? There is nothing unscriptural about it. Because if you look at the Bible very well, churches are not much like this. You hear the church in, a, in the house of... The church in the house of... And God will be there just the same. Even when some new believers, intending believers, gather in the house of Cornelius. They were not yet believers. They were intending believers. <laughs> Hallelujah. Satan, you will always lose the battle. You cannot stop life. Hear me on record. Let me put you on record. Let me put you on notice. That all that you have done for the last four months has achieved nothing but to even bring more believers to the fold. In your four months of troubles, we have baptized people. We have listened to the gospel. We have done weddings. Everything that needed to be done has been done. And we have been in fellowship. Shame to the devil. We have rested and refreshed. Hallelujah. We have eaten. We are looking fresh and uh, some of us have become even much more agile. Hallelujah. Some got jobs in the lockdown. Can you imagine? When they couldn't go it where there was no lockdown. But they got it during lockdown. It shows we live in a different economy. God is our economy. We live in the kingdom. Oh, hallelujah. The heat of our trials can only do one thing. Burn our fetters. So that we can be free. Oh, God bless you, church. I feel very good this morning. And as always. All right. So, this was the nature of Father Abraham. And uh, Abraham taught Isaac. The Bible told me that. Isaac taught Jacob. Who became Israel? That celebrated man. <laughs> it's a man of grace. And Israel taught the patriarchs. And from the scriptures, it went on and on until they get to captivity. And God gave them a prophet. Great prophet of all time, Moses. Amen. Who taught Israel. And after him, Joshua taught Israel. And God began to give them judges according to the scriptures. But then something happened. Now, the Bible said, Then there arose a generation that knew not the Lord. 
You agree it's very strange. <laughs> we are not talking of Canaanites. We are talking of Israelites. So that it wouldn't be our lot. This is why we are going back to Genesis. There arose a generation that knew not the Lord or his benefits. Everything, all the values that they have kept. A generation in Israel. Some search of people. Do you know, before this generation came, God circumcised Israel the second time? Joshua chapter 5. It said because all the people who were initially circumcised have perished in the wilderness. All the ones that were born along the way. You remember Numbers chapter 13. Amen. We are in, they came to Kadesh Barnea and they said we cannot make it. And God said, by what you have spoken in your mouth, I have asked, that's exactly what will happen. And we learnt in there the power of confession. And we cancelled ourselves. And I'm still reminding you this morning, no matter what happened, don't ever be negative. Always be positive. Amen. Nothing evil is designed to destroy us, except we invite it. That's what the word told me. When I'm quoting the word, I'm not afraid. Amen. Because the word is my protection. He said, for every true seed of God, the angel of the Lord stands between you and every premature death. Amen. He said, it's your go-between. And I believe that very well. I believe it with the whole of my heart. The prophet said, except you choose to walk into it. We walk into it by unconfessions, by unrepentance. Even when our attention is caught, we will become defiant. We walk into it by allowing ourselves to be excommunicated and taken from under the protection of the blood. We'll see all those things as we go along. Amen? But if we keep safe with the wedge, it becomes our shield. It becomes our protection. Friends, it pays to serve Jesus. It pays to abide under the blood. Don't walk into evil. You love him. Something happened. This was why this generation knew not the Lord. When God brought Israel into their, let's see what happened. When he brought them into their inheritance, Canaan, he told Abraham, I have given you the land. To Abraham, it was a covenant. To Isaac, it was an oath. To Jacob, it was an everlasting covenant. It was a law, sorry. Then to the patriarchs, it was an everlasting covenant. And Abraham taught that to Isaac. Isaac taught that to Jacob. Jacob taught that to the patriarchs. The patriarchs taught it to the generations. And those things gave them a spiritual appetite. That was why when their sufferings come to the peak in Egypt, the Bible told me they cried out for deliverance because there's a witness in their heart. This is not our perfect estate. And gradually, the Lord brought them out. Amen? Amen. By a mighty hand. 
until they got to Kadesh. When they got to Kadesh, some people began to have some ideas. They wanted to be civil. They wanted to be politically correct. They wanted to take their security and protection into their hands. And by that, they felt they couldn't make it. They couldn't rely on the strength of him who had kept them this far. The strength of him who opened the Red Sea. The strength of him who gave them water from the rock. The strength of him who ran manna from above. Who did many mighty things. And God said, I'm sick and tired of this. I don't want it anymore. I'm going to wipe them out. And in wiping them out, Moses stood in the gap. And God said, I have honored you, my servants. As an honor to you, I will not wipe them out in one day as one man. Because of your intervention and plea, I will do it installmentally, gradually. And God allocated a period of 40 years to make sure everybody who confessed negatively perished. Anybody below 20, according to Numbers 14, perished. Uh, be, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, anybody below, t- uh, anybody above, sorry, I'm sorry, thank you. Anybody above 20, according to Numbers 14, perish. Because when God came into the service, He took a census, He took a roll call, He took the numbering, and He realized that those who were confessing, those who were saying we can make it, were 20 below. This is why Christ admonished you to be babies in the faith. In believing, in believing. You know, when you tell a child, these children, I will buy you biscuits. They don't even know whether you have money in your person, whether you are able to. You've told them and they know you are taller than them. And you are like a daddy or you are like a uncle. They know the biscuit must come. If you come back and say, I don't have money now. He's not hearing. Where is my biscuit? Why? Because they trust your word. God said, I want you to relate with me like that. And you will not do it. If God complains to you, uh, I'm sorry, where is my biscuit? That's all he's asking you to ask. Believing that I'm capable to supply that biscuit. That is a childlike faith. Praise the Lord. But those who are above that, God gave them a space of 40 years. Which was called the breach of promise. In those 40 years, all of them died. Read your Bible. Right from Deuteronomy to the account of Joshua to the account of Judges, there was evidence that all of them died. So the people Joshua started governing, are you following the scripture? Where those young generation, amen. Remember, at the time this was happening, Caleb was around 40 years old. If Joshua and Caleb were age contemporaries, by the time Joshua died, he was 110. Meaning that there have been 70 years since that event till this point we are. We read this morning. Are you following the scripture? So those who were around 25, 20 thereabouts were in their 90s, 100 and something. And they also, they also died. But now, the offsprings that they brought up are the people we are talking about here. You must get this background to see where we are going. 
Are you seeing the analysis? The children that those children who served the Lord, who saw the power of God, who said we can make it, who were rejoicing, shouting, saying Amen to all the promises, to the message of Caleb, and to those of Joshua, the children that were born by these ones. In the years of wilderness wandering, of 40 years, those children were the generation growing up and their own grandchildren who knew not the Lord. And yet, with such a rich Christian parental background, how come they knew not the Lord? You will see why now. When these, their parents, led by Joshua, when they got to Canaan, brother, the Lord told them, utterly wipe out everything you see there. It's all simple. This all, the answer is very simple. You will see it now. Wipe out everything. You see. Don't make a leak with them. Don't make a truce with them. Don't come into any understanding. Or start writing MOU. Memorandum of Understanding. Tripartite Agreement. With those people. The commandment is... Those who you do not wipe out drive away far from you. There will always be a wisdom in God's instruction. Lean not unto your own understanding. You must know your protection and your strength resides in the wedge. I pray the Holy Spirit will reveal these things to us. Whatever God says, God means Sometimes it looks harmless. You are getting by. But don't bequeath a will of evil to your generation. It is a case of the fathers ate sour grapes. And the children's teeth are becoming what? are set on edge, aching. This was what happened here. What happened here, what we've just read now, did not, be, did not begin actually from the children. It was their parents. This was what they did. When they got into that land, let me see if I can see it. If it's in Joshua chapter 2 somewhere, let me see if I can see it. If I don't see it, take note. We'll look for him later. Amen? The Bible said, when Israel became strong, how many have read it in the scripture before? They did not utterly drive out the people God told them to drive out. There are only two instructions. Destroy and drive away. Don't make a leak. Don't accept them. You may escape. Your children may not escape. The things you can undo, your children cannot undo it. Let me tell you, there are a whole lot of things being mentioned among so-called believers today. And this is the reason sometimes these things are necessary to give us a sharp reminder. 
compromise of Eli, which is for what with his children, was what took away their permanent inheritance. I hope you know that. Don't ever forget it. Because the Bible is a book of life. Thank you. It is in Judges. And it came to pass, when Israel was strong, that they put the Canaanites to watch and did not utterly do what? Drive them. What was the instruction? Drive them out. No matter how strong you became or you become, your strength is because you are under the obedience of the wedge. Israel thought it was their might that was giving them the conquest. No, sir. It was following what God says. How did they conquer Jericho? It was by the word of God. They didn't carry, God bless you, brother. They didn't carry a bulldozer. They didn't have a dynamite. They didn't have a rocket. What dynamite will do? We pull down a wall as the wall of Jericho in one day, one time, the same time, all the wall collapsed. Do you have the revelation of the wall of Jericho? A wall that can run six chariots is wide enough to run six chariots without they touching each other with enough space. How many have been to Ikorodu Road? Ikorodu Road is like a ten-lane road. Five on this side, five on that side. Just took the big one, the two middle ones. That's how wide the wall of Jericho was. Yes, sir. That was how wide that wall is. So thick until the people themselves have confidence in their achievements, in their structure. They shut the gates. They said, let us see who will come and open here, who will invade here. And when they got there, they had no idea of how to tackle the wall until the angel of the Lord came down. And he gave a silent message. That was the seventh seal. Oh, did you know the message he gave Joshua? The Bible only said, when Joshua saw that angel, he drew out his sword. Are you for us or are you against us? Hey, I love such villainy. You know why? Joshua had a promise. No man will be able to stand before you. You have promises though. Don't let the world take it away from you. The world will only give you wounds. Those who have gone wayward before you, what did they bring back? Somebody said he went into Yahoo and do Yahoo plus sacrifice. Is somebody supposed to be a Christian, a believer? I asked him. When, now, when 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 the thing started backfiring, he knew where to run back to. I asked him. I said, since you have been doing all this, how much? How, how many houses have you built? He said, it's only one small bungalow. I said, you see your life. How many cars have you paraded? It does not even have one car. Even the one house he built, they say he cannot sleep in the place. I say I understand the theory. There are rich men here in this country, no matter if they like, let them build it in Banana Island, they cannot sleep there one night. The day they pass the night there, that's the next day they die. That's the day they die. Oh yes. I know all those things. And I said, until you are delivered, you better don't get, go near there. He said, Pastor, I want deliverance. I said, you are not really ready. 
know it. It's because of the pain. <laughs> hey, I said the pain is never you now. I said as you are lying there, if you are really ready, be confessing on you. <laughs> this is real, brethren. So don't ever now when Joshua the, he, he drew that sword and the angel remembered we have given this man a promise oh, that nobody will be able to stand before him. And even God is bound by his word. Are you, are you seeing the beauty of the way? This is why if you know what you are doing, you can rob God. Uh, they don't get it. They don't get it. I say you can rob God. You say, Lord, you said this. Hallelujah. So, when the angel of the Lord, because it wasn't an ordinary angel, it was Michael himself, the Lord Jesus Christ. When he remembered he has offered this man a promise, he quickly introduced himself. <laughs> Lest he be consumed by his own word. Hey! He honored his word above himself. That's what the Bible says. So, I have scripture for what I'm telling you. When he introduced himself, Joshua said, Mugbe, hey, I'm done for. Ah, I'm carrying my scholarship too far. God said, yeah, don't worry. That's the way you should do. Say, but right now, you must be exuberant about the promises of God. That's the way you should do. You've done the right thing. But right now, pull off your shoes. <laughs> you are before the, real, the great captain himself. And Joshua surrendered. Amen. And you don't hear much again. And when the seventh seal was opened, silence. But you know what? Joshua understood everything and he carried it out to the letter. He came and said, this is what we must do to pull down Jericho wall. Every day, we will go around this one time and praise the Lord and go home. Some people have said, what a crazy idea. General Joshua, of all your generality, this is what you can offer. Joshua said, I know some of you are always too excited. You better do what I tell you. If you regard me as a general, obey. Where's Brother Chinda? He's outside. Oh my. I hope he's hearing me there. Say, obey what I say. Yes, sir. They one. Round it one time. Go and rest. The ways of God are past. Some people will say, ah, "Why don't we do? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we, so that they?" Uh, we tell them, "Look, what the angel told me is what I'm telling you. Just go around it one time quietly and go back until the day I bid you shout." Then on the seventh day, he said, "We are going around it seven times today." And after the seventh, the trumpet will blow, and we shall, and then we are ready. He said, really? They started doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And on the seventh day, they did it, and the trumpet blew, and they shouted, what happened? The wall of Jericho fell down. Uh, stop the song there. Now, what fell the wall? obedience to what the word said. That is why we fall the walls in your life. Amen. 
So that has got nothing to do with the energy or with the strength or the military skills and tactics of the Israelites. So how come they are losing strength to themselves? The Bible said, when Israel became strong, bring back that scripture again. It is dangerous to allude strength to yourself. Your strength is in doing what the word says. You are only protected as you keep yourself in the word. They miss that point. The strength they claim, they forfeited it by disobedience. That they put the Canaanites toward tribute. We'll make you our servants. Do you agree? They said, in fact, if you make us slaves, we agree. <laughs> so you are talking. Sign away your life. Sign away your generation. Sign away your inheritance. Sign away everything. Canaanites were signing. Canaanites were signing. Some of the Canaanites say, hey, 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 what are we doing? They said, don't leave there. Let's sign. Let's sign. Let's sign. They signed. I said, from today, you will be our water fetcher. Yes, master. You will be our steward. Yes, master. You will wash our car. Yes, master. You will keep our gate. Yes, master. You will do this. You will do that. Yes, master. And they kept Canaanites with their idols. Read your Bible. Psalm 106. It gave a very good catalog and account. It didn't take long. Now, this is the evil that was inherited by this generation who knew not the Lord. The other generations were secured and protected. They had no distraction. They listened to only one sermon. They had no internet. They had no social media. Are you picking what I'm saying? They had none of those things. You see why the prophet said, the generations coming will have more to contend than the generations that have gone. They will have more to contend with. But what I'm going to offer you this morning is that despite you having more to contend with, you have a greater grace to overcome all contentions. You must tap into grace. I'm starting from the parents. I will come to those generations. It was these things that their parents allowed that infiltrated their families. From, from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob to the patriarchs, they kept themselves from all the people of the land. Read your Bible. Even when Dinah, the only daughter of Jacob, went to play with the daughters of the land, and from there she was defiled, what happened? They wiped out all the entire Shechem. But those same people, their children, their generations, became a bit more exposed. And I said, you know, you, you, you know these things. You know, I know in those days when, when they were preaching like that, you know, you know, you know. Somebody told me, said, you know, those things don't work nowadays. I said, what you are saying is that the word of God is for the 80s and 90s. It doesn't work. He said, this is the age of millennials. 
I said, whether millennia or millennium or centurion, it is the same word that God has given as a defense for all. I know what I'm saying might not be popular to the millennials, but receive it for your soul so that you are not damned because many millennials will be in hell. Many millennials will become a do no good. The truth is that you cannot interact with life reject life and expect to stay safe. It will cost you something. Are you listening to me? By the time these generations began to grow, they began to grow among Canaanites. Aha! You are coming to it. They went to school with them. They live among them. Some of them were even domestic workers in their houses. And the prophet told me that the cattle will always go the path of, of least resistance. They see how the Canaanite girls were doing. Painted up, miniskirts, wearing trousers and doing all kind of things they want to have a sense of belonging some of you still do it uh-huh. mm. it won't stop me <laughs> amen you have your clothes designed for school you have the hogs because you want to show your shape let me tell you, no true son of God who is converted, you will never appeal to him. That's what you don't know. That is why upon all the, upon all the assistance you have given yourself, you haven't seen the true child of God coming around you. They won't come. They know the right market. But you will get your like though. Oh sure. Oh sure. The prophet said you will marry your reflection. Your reflection is your taste, your appetite, your desire. Mm -hmm. But if you want a true daughter or son of God, you must come out in the taste of the thinking man's filter. It doesn't look like a popular gospel, but I hope I'm not walking you to her. They said it's popular. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me enjoy it while it lasts. Praise the Lord. These ones were growing up among the Canaanites. Canaanites were their neighbors. Canaanites were their friends. You see why the angel of the Lord came down? To say, why have you done this? Because God saw far to the end of that thing. He saw the ruin of a godly family. He said, in as much as you have refused to let them go, <clears throat> I will leave them. God won't do what you should do. Listen to me. In this economy, you've got a part to play. God is ready to do his own and he will do it. Ask yourself, 
those habits you are developing, where is the influence coming from? A lot of you are beginning to do what your godly parents never did. What they even taught you never to do. Ask yourself where you got it from. Canaanites. So when this generation was growing, they were growing in crisis. Crisis of what? Crisis of identity. They will hear something in the church. When they got among their Canaanite friends, they hear another thing. So they are left in the middle, in the lodge. They don't know where to belong. But don't forget that until redemption, flesh is what controls. Oh! Are you catching that? Flesh is what rules. Until you receive the inner householder, the real landlord, your flesh will rule you. Till we shall live here, this flesh cannot be converted. That is why the Bible said the arm of flesh will fail. It will fail all the time. So this generation coming up, they still have Bibles in their houses. They still have family altars. It was not altogether as bad as to say they don't talk about God in their house. For those of you who are living wayward and wide, is it because they don't talk in your house? Is it because they don't bring you to church? Is it because you don't have family altars? You do those things, but you have a crisis of identity. And until you are ready, until you invite Christ for redemption, oh my, your flesh will rule you. That is why you want to paint like them. You want to bleach your body like them. You want to keep your hair like them. You want to wear the things they wear. You want to smoke like them. You want to drink like them. Some are even practicing lesbianism and homosexualism like them. They were never the articles of Israel. But where did this generation get it from? They want to talk like them. They want to socialize like them. Some of you, you have very bad habits of even the things you post on your so-called status and WhatsApp something. You don't look decent with your postings. You talk suggestively about, uh, about people of opposite sex. What's wrong with you? And you say, but, uh, but, you know, it's trending. You are trending with the world. It's because you have identity crisis. A lot of you have a moral spirit. It doesn't show because there's no situation to bring it out in you. But the tendencies are there. And God will burn the tar out of you. Hey, you will love me for this whether you like it or not. Glory to God. You got it in there. And no matter how much you try to hide the nature, you can't hide a sinful nature by civility. By being civil, by being refined. You, by courtesy, yeah. By, by, you know, I'm a gentleman. Gentle nonsense. What you need is a conversion. What you need is the new birth. The new birth kills that nature. 
and revive your real nature. You've got to be born again. That's what you need. If your life is a life of struggle this morning, you are the one I'm talking to. You know yourself. I don't need to go to your house. I don't need to, I don't need to ask you. You know yourself. Don't be honest with me. Be honest with yourself. Because this is your soul involved. It's got nothing to do with me. If I succeed in telling you the truth, I've done my part. The Lord will require me, from me, what I preach and how I live by it. But it will also require from you what you hear and how you live by it. So let everybody face their responsibility. I won't carry yours on my head right now. Once I've expelled it to you, this is why I said you have a responsibility in it. Their parents inherited for them Canaanites. Hey, let's turn to Psalm 106. We can stop on this this morning for a background. So, when you have this background, let it help you to appreciate as we go in these studies. Because what I want the world to do is to redeem us from all our struggles. Christianity is a rest. And the only thing that will deliver you is the word of God. The world is in chaos today because they rejected the word. But we are back to the word. Hallelujah. Let's see if it's in Psalm 106. If it's not 106, it will be 105. It's 105. God bless you, bro. Amen. Okay. Here was the blessing in 105. But I'm going to one. I want to show something in 106. Ah, good. It's in 106. Yeah. But let me read something from 105 for a blessing. If you have a... Are you in 105? Let's start from verse 8. Are we enjoying the scriptures? I just want to have a good Bible study for a while. Amen. Even from verse 7. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Hallelujah. He had remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Amen. Which covenant he made with? Follow me. Let's enjoy it together. And his oath unto? It was a covenant to Abraham. It was an oath to Isaac. And confirmed the same unto Jacob for a? If you go to Chronicles, this was exactly how it was also written. And to Israel for an everlasting saying unto thee will I give the land of Canaan the lot of your inheritance. Huh? When they were but a few men in number. So where will Israel rely on their strength? The battles they won, they did not merit winning. God handed them victory. Are you here church? Little can only be much when God is in it. Because God is the majority, you are the few. 
So where would you ever rely on your arm of flesh? Where would you ever think it was your arm that gave you victory? So what is the strength of this church? Christ. When there were but a few men in number, yeah, not just few, very... Very few. <laughs> and strangers in it. Uh-huh. When they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, uh-huh, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Was it by their power they were protected? Was it by their strength? Till today is not by power. It's not by might. It is my God that suffered no man to do me wrong. No matter how, how determined they are to do you wrong, he suffered no man. Balak was determined to do them wrong. He hired Balaam with plenty costs. It was an expensive engagement. But God suffered no man. Amen. So what am I afraid of? I can lay me down. I can sleep easy. I can dream nice. Because the Lord is my protection. He suffered no man to do us wrong. Ooh. He reproved kings for their sakes. Uh, what, what are you people trying to do? What's wrong with you? As for this one is not your meat. I am not their meat. You are not their meat. Disappointments will do us nothing. Challenges of life can never overwhelm or consume us. Because in prophecy we are already an overcomer. Thy seed shall possess the gate of their enemies. Before the journey started, we inherited a promise. Hallelujah. Saying, what did he tell everybody? Touch not my and do I'm an anointed of the Lord if you have the Holy Spirit you are an anointed of the Lord the spirit of the Lord is your anointing touch not my anointed do my prophets no harm he told them that was why when that guy Laban was determined to go and finish Jacob <laughs> God said ah this is beyond you. That guy you are looking at is not your meat. Hey! Hey! God came down. God! Are you enjoying it, Lord? I will soon stop, but you must get this and go on with it. Amen! God came down and told Laban, I said, my friend, that place you are going is a fruitless venture. He did me this. He did me this. Hey, keep quiet. When you get there, say neither good nor bad. God had to appear to an idol worshiper. Laban was an idol worshiper. Do you know why he was so annoyed? The children went away and, they, and the idol was stolen. It was God appeared. He will appear to Babalao, Abalis, or what you call it. And say, My friend, what are you doing? They brought his name here. Whose name? If they call my name, Jesus will appear. 
They say, they say, they say, they say, Pastor, pray for me. They've carried my name. Is that why you are waking me up too early in the morning? You don't know your promises. By the way, to who? To an idol that you made yourself. That can be stolen. They stole, they stole Baal. And the uh, war to God that the worshippers have to fight to defend. I don't, def I don't defend my God. It's my God that defends. That is the difference. <laughs> if you are the one defending your God, you better change God this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> war to a God that needs his worshippers to fight for him. Uh, the father of Gideon said, what did you people say? Say Gideon, Jeruba. It destroyed our head. Repeat yourself. He said, listen to yourself. <laughs> he made sure he made a fool of them. He said, Abba. You are the worshiper. That is your God. Your God cannot fight for himself again. You have to fight. If God be God, let him fight for himself. So that's why you came here, all of you, arousing my compound and everything. Because Gideon did what? Gideon, what did they say you do? I destroy Baal. Did you hear? He destroyed Baal. So let Baal fight for himself. But unfortunately, Baal couldn't fight. Too. The Bible said those that made them are like them. Is it not divine, spiritual, mental stupidity? For you to go to a carpenter, help me shape this and shape, and they help you shape a wood, and you bring it home, and you start buying when we come to the book of Judges, you will see things. Because the Bible said, where, where there was no king, judge, or leadership, all of them do it what cement right. You will realize through the book of Judges that as mortals, you cannot do what is right. You need, you need a guiding hand. The design of human is never to be correct. Without a leadership, I say it with the whole of my mouth. No matter, we've got doctorates and professors to be here. It won't change it. Even they themselves know. And they are saying amen to what I'm saying. Where did we live off, Jerry? Touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm. Let's leave it at that. Let's now go to Psalm 106. Ah. You remember Mordecai? He said, this thing is just flowing now. How can we not talk about these things? Mordecai that, that didn't even know they have conspired over his head. He was just going about his own thing. And some time wasters were there deliberating. You see, this is why I pity you. If, if they, said, they said they have gathered in the coven and taken your name there. Which coven? Of where? <laughs> My name. I will write it. I will help them to write it. Bamidele, Adeyemi, Adelodu. In bold letters. And I will ask them, can you pronounce it properly? Because if you don't pronounce well, it may go to another person. It's true now. My, the sound of my own name is Bamidele. If you go and use Bamidele, Maybe somebody bearing <laughs> and that David is laughing. Maybe somebody bearing by my delay. That's where the thing will go. If he doesn't have the protection I get. So I will say pronounce it after me. 
Buy me. Then, uh, that's correct. Oh, yeah, take. Take it to the place. Do you need my photograph? Or then you will know in whom I live. And I have my being. Don't, don't call me for such things again. You have enough power. You have enough charge to rise above that. We are growing beyond pettiness. Rise up in your room. Is there any tongue that rises against you? What did the word say you should do? What did the word say you should do? Then why are you calling my phone? He didn't say I should condemn for you. He said you rise up and condemn. When you have watched the victory, call me and say, I, 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 I did it. I made it. By the grace of God. That's the Christian we are building. Rise up and condemn it. Because it's a no weapon. All have been concluded as no weapon. When they arise, you say no weapon. If you believe the word, the word will work for you. Oh, glory to God. Mordecai didn't know what was going on. Some guys sat down and were writing. And they finished the plan. They wrote the plan. And they finished it. And they, they even believed in their strategy. Until they built the gallows where they will hang Mordecai. To a natural mind, is it not over for... They thought it was over for General D and his team. Even God taught us lesson in this country. A man, people will have been killed the next day. A day before they were to be hanged, their killer died. And it was the servant of their killer, Major Mustafa, that even went and hid General Dia and his court. What do you think that is? It is only God that has the final say. You think Mustafa knew what he was doing? When he was the one who arranged the way they were caught? When he was the one who led the set up against them? And yet he was the one who saved them again. By the time they go to Jos, the chief of army staff said, if Abacha is dead, these guys must still go. By the time they go to Jos prison to carry them, they don't. If you are not a young person that time, you will read. They said the whereabouts of these generals are not known. A lot of people were fearing that they have died. Until the next day, another side of the army said they are kept in safety. That was the power of God. Even to an unbeliever, how much more to you? Because if the year died at that time and his people, it might have upset the program of God for their own life. So you must know, friends, that the only one who has the final say is God. So if I die in your hand, you didn't kill me. <laughs> it is just my time. If it's not my time, come one million times. You will go back empty-handed. Mordecai, they finish. And they said, simple, closest to the king. The next day, sort it out. You remember the story now. If I won't waste your time, you remember the story. What happened the next day? 
did Ammon live to even tell his plan? The plan he came with died with him. That is how deadly my God will go when the matter of his own is involved. The moment they call Mordecai, God appeared. So if you call my name for evil, God will... Hallelujah. He has always appeared. Hey, glory to God. Time we fail us to share testimonies. He has always appeared. And he will always appear. Now, let's go to where we are going. Yeah, that's it now. We want to do one hosis and close now. Praise the Lord. Give me some one hosis, brother Sam. Yeah, you want the verse? Ah, okay. Let's start from. Let's start from. Ah, uh, uh, where should we start from now? I'm trying to. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Let's start from sixteen. Let's enjoy the Lord. That's the last chapter we will read today, and we shall go. Amen. And I will, I will jump it at some point. They envied Moses. I want us to move from there. Let's move from there. Okay, let's start. They envied Moses also in the camp and Aaron, the saint of the Lord. The earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and covered the company of Abiram. Uh -huh. And the fire was kindled in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. Uh -huh. Just be moving. They made a calf in Oreb. You remember the story? And worshipped the molten image. Most, David under inspiration was given the catalog of the journey. He will come to this generation very soon. Thus they changed their glory into the similitude of an ox that eateth grass. Uh -huh. They forgot God, their savior, which had done great things in Egypt. Wondrous works in the land of Am and terrible things by the Red Sea. Uh -huh. Therefore he said that he would destroy them. Had not Moses is chosen stood before him in the breach. To turn away his wrath, lest he should destroy them. Uh huh. Yeah, they despised the pleasant land. They believed not his word. Uh huh. But murmured in their tent and hearkened unto the voice, and hearkened not unto the voice of the Lord. Yeah. Therefore he lifted up his hand against them to overthrow them in the wilderness, to overthrow their seed also among the nations, and to scatter them in the land. They joined themselves also to Barpeor and ate the sacrifices of the dead. Thus they provoke him to anger with their inventions. And the plague break in upon them. Watch this. Then stood up Phineas, amen, and executed judgment. And so the plague was stayed. You remember what Phineas did? When he used javelin? Alright? And that was counted unto him for righteousness unto all generations forevermore. They angered him also at the waters of strife, so that it went ill with Moses for their sakes. This is an emotional verse for me all the time. Because Moses never deserved this. Because they provoked his spirit, so that he spake unadvisedly with his lips. Uh -huh. They did not, now we are coming, they did not destroy the nations concerning whom the Lord commanded them. We are now in this generation now. But what did they do? But we are mingled among and did what? We shall finish it. It's interesting. You will see the works they learned. And they did what? Now let's fellowship together. Which we are is near unto them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did what? 
And their sons and their daughters unto who? Was that ever done in Israel before? So where did they learn this? The people they thought they would make servants became their masters. The people they thought they would make slaves became their teachers and their priests to teach them corruption. You need to mind what your generation, your children are exposed to. Hallelujah. I said it the other time, I'm saying it again. Some of them cannot handle smartphone. Use it with parental guidance with them, lest you destroy their lives. Search most of them. What they watch on it is pornography. You parents, you don't watch porno. Or do you watch? You don't watch porno, but your children are watching. Where do they get it from? Canaanite invasion again. Are you seeing the Canaanite influence? Do you see why they, lie, why they have identity crisis? Some of them are on BB Niger 24-7. Wasting data. This is why they will steal your money to buy their data. Because those things go together. Why are you quiet on me now? Yeah, let it go in. They, because they want to watch lewd things. They want to watch lewd fellow of bezer sorts. We are living in Satan's Eden. We are promiscuity, immorality, unrighteousness is promoted. In the eras gone by, those who live immoral, they are so ashamed of themselves. They hide. They don't come out among decent people. But today, sex is the order of the day in all our newspapers, social media. They discuss it freely because they are modernistic women. They are millennials. Agents of de devil from the pit of hell in human flesh. You say, what are you saying? The prophet preached souls that are in prison now. And he told us that hell will be emptied upon the earth. Some of the people you are seeing, you think they are ordinary human beings. Agents of darkness. Just watch all the caption. What is it all about their life? Original sin. And that's what you duck. And you think and you think you are doing something cool. You are doing something other than fire of hell. You sow to the wind, you will reap wild wind. The house of God play no influence. You, you come to church morning till night. Eh? A family altar, they drill it to you. No impact. But the moment you go out and a friend, a Canaanite, just tell you this, it runs your head because you have identity crisis. You've got the best thing that anybody could have and yet you are not satisfied. I told you the other time, the reason we will teach you is because you are royals. And royals don't live anyhow. Do you see what has happened in England? The younger brother is denying this and that. They say, once you want to go this way, you, can't, you are no more a royal. You can't be royal and be like this. If the earthly kingdom will do that to preserve their structure, how much more do you think God will do? Let me tell you, millennials, millennials, God will never come down to your level. You must rise up. You must hunger for redemption. 
this people will never come to that pollution. The day it does, the day I walk out. It will never do. You either is that we walk where the apostles have. Uh, that's where we walk. Uh, 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 uh. We will baby you. We will pamper you. We will appreciate you. We will love you. We will do the best we can. But we won't take nonsense. We will tell you. And we will plead with you. Repent. And if you are not ready to repent, we will preach the other side. Repent or perish. How many of you know I love you? Don't I relate nicely with you? But friends, there's a boundary we must not all cross. Because one thing brought us together. The word of the Lord. Whatever God has me to do, I can do for any of you. But mind the line of the word. And it's not for my sake. It's for your sake. Let's finish it. And shed innocent blood. Even the blood of their sons and of their daughters. Generation who knew not the Lord. Where do they get that from? Thank you. You see, God bless his children. <laughs> they are Canaanites. Because they won't be Canaanites. No, 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 no. These ones, we've dedicated them to God. Even all of you who are wayward, we have dedicated you to God. You must come back home. If you like, run out of here. Where you are running to, God will make it tough for you. King David said, where will you run to? Let me quickly help you. So that you don't waste energy. <laughs> Daniel is laughing. God bless you. So that you don't waste energy and your strength. Anywhere you want to run to. Because you are a child of God. It will pursue you. Go underground. is there. That's what King David told me. And you see, I've gone a bit under the water to know God is there. I was sharing with some folks the other day. We went to the Caribbean. And they said, where would you like to... We want to take you somewhere. I said, take me to Tobago. Let me go and see the coral reefs, the, this one under the water. And they put me in a submarine and we went under. Under, yes. And I was seeing beautiful coral reefs. I was seeing mountains. Like it was human beings that went to carve it there. Redstone, beautiful fishes, what they call ornamental fishes. Yellow, red, pink color. Flowers that you haven't seen on the surface of the earth. You will see it under Caribbean Ocean. When you take an holiday trip there, please do me a favor. Go under. They have those little submarines. It is glass. It will go under and start showing you beautiful things. I said, no, God indeed must be here. <laughs> I had to ask, did your government contracted a construction company to build this? Thing? The guy laughed. He said, who built this? That's nature. Then I jumped. I said, this is God. No wonder the prophet preached, let us see God. He said, and we will see him in nature. We'll see him in his people. We'll see him in his word. Then I remember what King David said when he talked about treasures of darkness. Hidden treasures. Treasures that you don't even know exist. My, God bless you. So, there's nowhere for you to run. If you go to the mountain, he lives there. Valley, 
is his house. Under the water, up the water, everywhere. So, at the end of the day, after you do all the running, you will still come back. And so after you have got the short end, after you have gotten marks and wounds, but you can do without that this morning. How many would like to do without that? Praise the Lord. God bless you. You must be a generation that knows the Lord. And shed innocent blood. The blood of their sons and of their daughters. Whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan. And the land was polluted with blood. Uh huh. Thus were they defied with their own works. And went a warring with their own inventions. Uh huh. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people. Insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance. He was irritated. He became nauseous. Feel vomiting. And he gave them into the hand of the heathen. And they that hated them ruled over them. You see why, li why your life is under oppression? Their enemies also oppressed them. And they were brought into subject on their hand. Is this the promise of God for them? They walked into it. Many times they did deliver them. But they provoked him with their counsel. Remember the Bible said they were stubborn. And we have brought low for their iniquity. Uh-huh. Let's finish it. Nevertheless, he regarded the affliction when he heard their cry. Oh my. May he hear yours this morning. And he remembered them for his covenant and repented according to the multitude of his mercies. May you find his mercy this morning. He made them also to be pitied of all those that carried them captives. Save us, O oh Lord our God. How many saved that this morning? Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the heathens to give thanks unto thy holy name and to triumph in thy praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel. Blessed be our Lord from everlasting to everlasting. And let all the people say, Praise ye the Lord. They were reaching for our example so that our generation can know their God. God bless you. Just as I am without one. While everybody remains seated, I want those who feel that they will need remain seated by your heads that they will need a touch of the Lord. They want a victory. Pianist, just as I am without one plea. That they want a victory. They want a touch. They want to overcome their struggles. They want to know their Lord. Because those who know their Lord will do exploits. They want to be free from all the oppressions and the influence of the Canaanites. They want the influence of the world to take a hold in their heart and in their life. You know yourself. You know your experience. But the Lord will not have me speak like this if he has no purpose for you. I've done all I did with the love of God in my heart. I want you to rise up on your seat. Wherever you are, take a stand on your seat. The rest can sit down. But those who want that touch... Who want that encounter? Who want that experience? 
who knew that they are still in struggles and they want to turn around. They want to know their God. They want a full restoration. They want to invite the Redeemer to perform the work of redemption. You see, I never told people to come out, but they came out themselves. It's glorious. Let's sing this together with the penitent hands before the throne of mercy. Just as I am with out one bleed. Oh yes, but thou art thy was shed for me, was shed for and that thou bids me come to thee. And thou be is me. Oh Lamb of God, I come, I come. Oh, oh, oh Lamb of God, I come. Yes, I. And I say, Lord, just I. And waiting not, I'm not waiting to read my soul of one dark blood. Oh, yes, to read my soul. Oh, of one and that to thee whose blood can cleanse its spots. Whose blood can cleanse its spots. Oh, Lamb of God, I can. Oh, yes, I. Oh, you, Joseph, thou will receive. And thou will. We welcome, pardon, cleanse, relief. We welcome pardon, cleanse, because thy promise I believe, because oh thy promise I I believe. Oh Lamb of God, I come, I come. Oh Lamb of God, oh I. Just as I am thy love unknown, just as oh yes, thy love on had broken every barrier down, had broken every barrier. Now to be thine, yeah, thine alone. How many want to be his own alone? Amen. Thine alone, Lamb of God, I come. Yes, I. The altar is full. many are standing also.
Lord Jesus, look down upon your children. Both this visible audience and perhaps those who are on the take land. Something tells us in our hearts we'll feel better with you. We'll feel safer. We'll make it than being with the world or being with the Canaanites. Some of us have gone on wise journeys. Some of us have tested it and we have found nothing. Lord, this morning, representing the thoughts of these my children, my brethren, we come before the throne of mercy. For me, for the servants, for the entire congregation, for these young ones, we come for a rededication. We come for a circumcision. The Lord, you will roll away the reproach of Egypt in our lives. We don't want to patch up the lives. We don't want to assume. We want to be sure that the blood is applied. We want the evidence that this shed blood of Calvary was for us. Give us the token. Give us the token, Lord. Give us the receipt. Let there be a pouring of your spirit. Grant us the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Lord, you said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. You promised they shall be filled. Here are hungry ones. Here are thirsty ones. They've rose up on their seats. They've filed up to the altar by themselves because they mean business with you. Fill up these vessels. Fill up these vessels. From the altar to the pew, fill up these vessels in the name of Jesus Christ. Fill us up, Lord. Oh, touch your people. Oh, let it be an old-fashioned experience. May we never be the same again. In the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know their struggles. I don't know their needs. But the Spirit has moved enough to convince them, oh God, to reveal Jesus through His Word, to create faith in their hearts. Lord Jesus, I may not know their struggles. I may not know their challenges. But I want to see their blessings. Oh Lord, bless them. Bless them. Bless them with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Bless them with their heart circumcision. Grant to them a turn around. Change their fortune in the name of Jesus Christ. Roll away their reproach in the name of Jesus Christ. Roll away their reproach in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, whatever has held them down to this moment, tonight I set them free. Sons and daughters of God, you are loosed in the name of Jesus Christ. If the Son of God has set you free, this morning I pronounce you free indeed in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Every oppression, every habit, everything that has corrupted their minds, even putting some of them into depression because there's a witness inside of the inside that those things are wrong and they want to do good, but they can't help themselves. I can't even help myself. No one can do, Lord. So I'm representing them before the throne of mercy this morning. 
as a priest of the Most High, carrying their intercession before thy throne. Father, don't turn it down. Father, don't turn it down. Father, accept it in the name of Jesus Christ. If there be anything between my soul and the Savior that will not make the sacrifice of this world to be accepted, I pray for mercy. I pray for forgiveness. I pray for pardon in the name. I pray for cleansing in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I present their sacrifice. Accept it, O God. I present their penitence. Let it be a sweet-smelling odor before the throne of mercy in the name of Jesus. Take glory. Let them go home happy. Let them go home light. They've brought their heavy bodies unto you. Oh God, roll it away. Make them light. Make them free. Make them free, oh God. Let there be a turnaround. From today, let it be from that time. In their experience, in their lives, in their thinking. From their soul to their spirit, to their body. May they experience a flow of Calvary that changes, that transforms all for better in the name of Jesus Christ. You are blessed. Children of God, you are blessed. I say you are blessed. You are delivered. You are set free. From today, you are an overcomer. The things that once oppressed you, you take victory over them. Become their oppressor. Things that once rule you, become their ruler. It is your inheritance. It is your heritage. You are a seed of Abraham. Today, you possess the gates of the enemy. The word has been sent to you, and you have received the word. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. By the word, you are delivered. By the word, you are set free. By the word, you receive the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Oh, glory, glory, hallelujah. Oh, blessed be his holy name. Hallelujah, he's the great emancipator. Ah, that's the song of them. Is that your testimony now? I say, Glory, glory. Wave your hands to Jesus. You are free this morning. Go back rejoicing. God bless you. Settled, it is done. Hallelujah! He's the great emancipator. I say that the song of the redeemed, like a lost lamb, like a lost lamb, I was dreaming. Drifting, oh yes, oh, so helpless and alone. Thanks be to God, but the seeking shepherd found. He has found you and me, led me to my father's house. I say, glory, glory, glory. Oh, 
Setting that sin or that nature is, God dealt them a blow this morning. You are free, you are redeemed. God bless you. By the grace of God, we're going home. Amen. And by His grace, 5 30. We are seated on Wednesday. Come early. Observe the protocols. Amen. And uh, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you.